Check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LDA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. The BLPA on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. I'm here with my good friend Jason. Jason, what's going on? What's going on, Nick? Uh, you know, uh, as mentioned, I'm hanging out here at uh, Disney, uh, the most magical place on earth. I. Is Disneyland the most magical place or Disney World? I think it's Disney World is, is what's like in the commercials. Um, but but Disneyland can't be too far off, right? Well, yeah, I mean, but isn't Disneyland the the original? Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but Disney World is like the bigger, um, they've got, you know, more things like Epcot and, and all that other craziness. Well, I just want to—I want to go on record and say size doesn't matter. Um, you know, we can't just—we can't, yeah. can't just say because it's bigger, it's automatically better. We know that, that is not the case. Um, but before For we get sure. before we get too far into that, by the way, I'm eating a fucking Klondike bar in this rented SUV slash car studio, um, and I'm getting it all over the place. But whatever, this show is brought to you by HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Hockeywolf.com, a bunch of fucking buttes, beer leaguers just like you and me trying to make the sport more affordable and not just not just hockey, but lacrosse, all those other sports. So if you got a team, you need some uh, some team stuff, they got you. If you need some new gear and you want a good deal on it, they got you. If you want some state fucking gloves where you because you're going to play in a new state and you'll actually remember to take them to the right state and not the wrong state. They fucking got you. So go check them out. Hockeywolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Ow, 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 ow. A burning question as I'm, I don't know if you can hear this. That's me eating. Um, what would you do for a Klondike bar, bud? You know, I, not much. Uh, I don't dislike Klondike bars, um, but it's not, they're not like something that like, I'm like, oh, I've got to have it. So I, probably not a whole lot. I'd probably just go to the store and buy one if I wanted to. Uh, that seems like a simple thing to do, but it doesn't really make for good podcasting. But anyway, <laughs> we got a lot of shit to talk about today, uh, mainly because we haven't been around for a couple of weeks because obviously I'm at Disney. Guess who was at Disney right before I was at Disney? That would be me. You were there. And you know what? If we would have known. Yeah, we, we missed each other by like a day. Yeah, we if we could have coordinated this bullshit, we could have been like doing uh, probably a podcast episode at Disney. Yeah, you would think two guys that talk to each other every week uh, for like an hour um, would have known that uh, that they were going to be at Disney. And then on top of that, two guys that were together in the same city for two weekends in a row right before it. Yeah. Um, you'd think we would have known, but we and, just didn't. And we text back and forth throughout the week. Um, but, you know, we try to keep it professional because we're a professional podcast. I don't know if you guys know that, but we are professional as fuck. Um we're going to talk about Disney because Disney has inspired me to do things. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're gonna, obviously we're going to talk about tournaments, and, and then we're also going to talk about uh, questions uh, from the listeners. But first, I want to talk about. You said it. We were in the same place for two weekends in a row. We podcasted since then. But but how you feeling coming off uh, two back to back draft tournaments in a row, or draft experiences? Sorry. No, yeah, uh, you know, I was definitely fatigued after the second one. Like, two weekends in a row is a lot, um, even though I'm uh, obviously um, the peak of what adult athletes look like. Uh, it was still, uh, for sure, I don't I don't know how you do it. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's months where you do it, like, every weekend. Um, I was definitely fatigued uh, after that second one. But I had a blast in both cities. Um, Great time uh, in Omaha. Great time in Boston. Different groups. So um, yeah, it was it was a fun time. But I was definitely I got back and uh, it was Monday and somebody was like, "Hey, can you can you sub tonight?" And I was like, "Absolutely not. For no reason will I do that." Well, I can tell you how how I do it. I'm a badass motherfucker. One, 
<laughs> and two, cocaine, you know. Okay. That, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Well, you to told us in Omaha we weren't allowed to have cocaine. Uh-huh. Um, you didn't in Boston, so maybe I should have took the hint of back-to-back weekends. This is when cocaine's okay. Here's the deal. One, I don't do cocaine. Two, I don't really remember what I was saying about I was so sick in Boston. And I'm yeah. You were you were not having a good time. And, and I'm still sick. Like I, I I still cannot stop coughing. I don't know what the hell. I the only thing I can say is maybe you know we masked up for however long up in Canada. Um, until recently, and I still wear my mask quite often. To to be frank with everybody, not that frank, but right, a, a, a frank that would Patreon the show and you know probably do a VIP <laughs> box. Uh, but to, to, to be frank, shout out Michael Cosentino. Uh, to be to be frank, I just I just kind of think that you know my body wasn't ready for an actual cold uh, or okay. or infection, yeah. right? And so, like, I got back to Calgary and I went to the urgent and urgent in air quotes uh, care center, and I say in air quotes because I got to the urgent care center at ten o'clock, and I didn't see anyone till like three o'clock. That wasn't very urgent, but that's Canadian urgent, I guess. I don't know. And uh, basically, he said, looks like he had strep throat, and uh, it turned into a science infection, which is a weird combo, but this is what he said. I'm not a doctor. I'm a scientist, so I wouldn't know. And uh, he gave me antibiotics. I took 10 days of that shit, and I'm still sick, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, did they offer you the shot or anything? Like, I always take the shot when they offer it. it, shot? I feel like, oh, you got both? No, I, I don't, what shot are you talking about? I didn't get off no shot. Oh, there's an antibiotic shot for sure, and then they have like a steroid shot. Um, and I always get those when I have sinus infections, and I feel better in like six hours. It's crazy how fast but that shit works. I, any, um, any, so I always go for that. Any shot they offer me, I take, and I didn't get offered no shot. Yeah, well, it sounds like Canada's fucking up. You well, need to, to was, get their shit together. It was free. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. It wasn't free in the Some States. Wasn't free when I paid twenty seven hundred and fifty dollars to find out I had a cold, which wasn't a cold, which ended up being strep throat, which is weird. Yeah, no, states are uh, states are not big about free free healthcare. That's uh, that's not how we roll here. Yeah, well, whatever. Hey, life goes on, and we're gonna. We're, my life is gonna go on playing hockey. We got a lot of tournaments coming up. I'm I'm in Columbus here in a couple weeks now. Once I get back from Disney, I'll be back in the swing of things. Basically sold out. We need one. One team to sell this thing out at 32 teams. I think we'll find it, but we're ready to get rock and rolling. Yeah. Ready to get rock and rolling. I'll be there too, so that's going to be a good time. Who are you playing for? Uh, that's a great question. I don't remember the team name. Daddy something. Mm. The Daddy D Wines? That's the one. Da- I think D Wine was Listen. like their governor or something like that. They don't like yeah, it. so th- this team came to me and they're like, "Listen, we want to stay in the bender division and we need some benders. So, are you interested?" And I was like, "Yeah, as a bender, I'm in." Which is weird because I got a call from the person that runs that team and says, "We're no longer a bender team. You're gonna have to bump oh, us up." Jesus. Yeah. So, what? Do you, hey, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, I guess I'm gonna be the worst player on the non-bender team. Uh. Well, you know what? I, I've seen the roster, and I don't think that's the case. Okay. So do you think we are a vendor team then? No, I think you guys average out to right where you – see, I have this I have this thing that I do, and I, I basically take the ratings and run them through all some, some stuff and then average them out, and then I rank – then each team has, like, a average rating. And uh, you, you, guys are, you guys are where you're supposed to be. In theory, if everyone rated themselves correctly – Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I'm I'm excited to play either way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even about. I mean, okay. It is about. It is about the playing, because now that we actually have something to play for, and that's uh, an entry into the beer league world championships in Las Vegas, in October, or it, yeah, I think it's late October. Might be early November. I'll have to check the dates. But basically, you got to you got to win to sin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I've been in 16 tournaments in my life, and. Uh, of those six teams, I've never been on a team that won a single game. So um, that that probably says a lot about me. Uh, but I'm I'm hoping that we can just tweak out one win that weekend. Well, I mean, one win out of three, possibly four, if you win more than uh, one, 
is uh, is a pretty good goal to have. I, I think you guys can do it. I think you can do it. All right. All right. That, that makes me positive. Uh, I'm, I'm even more excited to get out there now. All right. Here's the deal. Let's talk about Disney really quick. Turn it up. Subscribe. This is. And review. Let's get it. And, and listen, okay. this, this isn't a Disney podcast. Okay. I have a friend it's that. Not. No, nope. I had a friend that did a Disney podcast. It was pretty good. Um, and he, he wrote some blogs for us. But. I, I haven't been to Disney since I was, I, I would say, 10, and I went to Disney World, uh, and I came to Disneyland for my, my little guy's fifth birthday. He had a blast. He loved it. And you know what? I love I, I loved Disney, too. I, I, I felt the magic. I was inspired. But what I want to ask you first, I have a couple questions, because I was asking you a little bit about your trip to Disney. Number one, what was your favorite ride at Disney? Uh, favorite ride was probably at the California Adventure Park in Disney, uh, and it was Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that one was a, a really fun ride. It's the old uh, Tower of Terror, I guess, or Hotel okay. of yeah, Terror yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but it's Guardians of the Galaxy now. I'm a big Marvel fan, but it's it's a fun ride for sure. I didn't get to ride any of the big boy rides. Because okay. I, was, I was with a five-year-old. I thought you were on Cars. Oh, but I thought you were on Cars. Man, I, That's got to be your favorite. Yeah, thing, right? I, man, I, I love Cars. And hey, uh, that picture I sent, I look cool as fuck, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I, I, Nikki Ice, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that literally, I mean, I look so damn good. And, and because there was that black background, it made me look like I had a full head of hair. Boy, it, <laughs> I, I look good as fuck. And, uh, and so I like the Cars one. Uh, the only issue is, like, you, ha- you, you had to pay extra to, to go lightning lane and my question right. to you the number one question i asked you i asked you and i didn't really get an answer other than you weren't prepared um who who the fuck goes to disney and doesn't buy the lightning lane yeah i didn't even check to see how much it was like i couldn't even tell you it's cheap um but i definitely should have i should have bought the lightning you know how sure. much it cost okay for for most of the rides it's 20 it's 20 bucks uh, it's, it's now is that one ride or, or no, no. many times okay. you want to ride so, it? So there's a bunch of rides that are included on the $20 and you can only ride it once per day. But let's be honest. Okay. If, if you're riding a bunch of rides, like we, we basically got five rides on each, each side a day. Like we, we rode five in Disney and we went to California Adventure and rode four or five over there. Um, and so we really didn't need to ride them multiple times. But uh, then there's some like cars uh, the the Star Wars and there was a couple more where you had to pay extra to go to the Lightning Lane and we did that because my little guy liked the cars and I liked it too. Um, but what I don't understand is how people can go to Disney and it co- I don't know how much it costs. Let, let's for easy math, let's say it's a hundred bucks to get into the park at Disney. Why would you want to go and stand in one one hour ninety minute lines to ride a, a two minute ride and waste your whole day in lines? When you can pay twenty bucks a person, and it just says, "Come at this time," and and you get to go basically the front line. Like, what's what's the story? Yeah, like, I, what's the story with these people? I, I don't because there's so many. Like to have a ninety minute line and to walk up and be like, ha, "I'm gonna stand in this line for ninety minutes," when you could have just paid twenty twenty dollars. And I, maybe that's me being like bougie, but I I mean for me, like instead of standing in line for five hours i stood in line for five minutes and i paid you know i don't know yeah no i think i think what ends up happening is people at least like me uh don't realize how cheap it is like i just assume that it's stupid expensive and i don't even look um and maybe that's everyone else's problem too is that like they just assume like nothing's really cheap at disney right no. like in general um so I would assume I would have assumed it was way more money uh, than that. I would assume it was like, you know, uh, one hundred and fifty dollars per person or something to do all the rides or something like that. Like I don't know what I would have thought, but but I didn't know it was that that cheap for sure. Well, I can tell you, we so went to just, again not prepared. Yeah, well, we went to Knott's Berry uh, today. Well, I don't know if you went to Knott's Berry, but my my little kid likes Charlie Brown peanuts, so they have a bunch of peanut rides. So we went there. To go on to get their lightning pass, it's a hundred bucks a person. So when yeah, I when crazy. I when I heard it was twenty dollars a person at Disney, I'm like, every day. We went five days in a row, said whatever. It's a hundred it's a it's a hundred bucks. Guess what? 
my time is my time is very valuable and I'm not going to stand in line for 90 minutes to go on it's a fucking small world. I I don't yeah. I don't I don't even want to go on that ride anyway, but my kid loved it. Yeah, me neither. My my kid I don't I don't I don't get it. I mean it's it's creepy one. Uh and even for when sure. I even when I was 10 years old, I remember going on it in in uh in Florida and listen we 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 had the fast pass in Florida because my grandmother was uh, in a wheelchair, so we got to the front of every fucking line there. We didn't have to buy. Well, maybe we had to buy. I don't know. But we I don't remember having any kind of fast pass on a phone because we didn't have phones back then. But what I do know is that ride is creepy. But my kid loved it, and that's all I heard. All like we'd walk. It's a fifteen minute walk to the park. He'd sing, "It's a small world after all." It's and he'd sing. He'd first thing in the morning, fucking all the way to the park. He'd sing it. And get get out of the park after we rode the ride. He'd say all the way back, and then just randomly, like I'll be just tonight before I, I was working in, in the bedroom on the computer, and my kids on a switch, and I hear it's a small world out. I'm like, oh my god! And you can't tell him to stop because you know he's he's young. He just he's excited. But yeah, you know. neither we rode it. Neither of my kids cared. My 11 year old was like, this is boring, and my two year old wasn't really into it either so yeah I, well i liked it because i i could i could work uh, like i could send emails while i was on the ride so i wasn't paying attention or i could play pokemon it is a whatever. long ride it is a long ride yeah, Real long. it is a long ride um did I mean, my uh, another one my kid liked and i was very surprised because my kid uh he doesn't like loud noises and scary stuff haunted mansion he loved that thing that that one was actually super cool yeah um the 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 first part where you're standing in that room and it starts to stretch mm-hmm. uh is is like actually a little scary like uh like I wasn't scared but I could see where it would scare people yeah it was it scared my little kid uh but then he thought then yeah. he thought that was cool and then you know at the end of the ride when you know the ghost hitchhikers it shows you in the mirror and there's a ghost sitting on you my kid loved it yeah he he named he yeah. named the ghost every time Oh, that was that was my friend Josh, and I'm like, what the, it's a ghost. It's not your friend. He's like, nah, it's a nice ghost. He didn't try to hurt me. I'm like, all right, bud. But uh, here's the reason why we're here's the reason why we're talking about Disney. One, because it's Disney's fucking awesome. Uh, but two, it's inspired me. Now I want to create BLPA land. Get ready to go. Let's do it. Full sin on the BLPA Big Show. Okay, I'm interested. Listen, okay. And we talked about this before I came to Disney and got inspired to make BLPA land. I said we're going to build a rink, and eventually we are going to build a rink. That that's kind of a long term vision for me to have a rink and make it. Who knows where it's going to be? We don't even know where it's going to be right now, but we need we can make it the most kick ass beer league tournament destination ever. And so I asked people. It's called the Nick. Uh, it's probably not going to be called. I, that's just what I want people to call it as a nickname. It'll probably be like okay, it'll it. probably be like uh, Nick's Nick's School of Hockey for players that don't skate real good. Whatever, you know. <laughs> uh, but I, I just I, I I wanted people. I want to know what people want. Like, what would be if you built a rink or if you went to the perfect tournament place? What would be what would be things that you would need? to make it that that place where you're like, I got to go play a tournament there? So uh, for me, the best rinks always have like a good restaurant in them, um, somewhere that you can hang out in between games uh, where the food's good, got a, a, a good options on drinks for sure, um, but just a good atmosphere where it feels like, you know, your team and the rest of the teams can all hang out together and bond without having to go anywhere uh, between games, right? Like I can just walk to the the restaurant in there. Maybe it's got a good view of the the ice, um, and uh, you know we can do that. The other thing that I've heard that a rink has that exists, um, but I've never been there, is a hotel built into the rink, yep. so you can just stay. You can just fucking stay there and play there, right? And uh, I selfishly would want one of the suites that has like a balcony that overlooks the ice, uh, so that I could, you know, watch some hockey from my my hotel room as well. That would be I, I I've heard of the hotels at the rink, but I ne- I've never heard of any that actually overlook the ice. But that would be badass. Here here's my vision for for the rink. One, it's got four sheets of ice, 
four. It's a it's a four banger. Okay. You have to have a four banger. Yeah. Uh, and and there is a restaurant in in the middle. Guess what that restaurant is? Nick. No, it's Blaze Pizza. Even better. I mean, if, if if you if you start thinking about a restaurant, what's what is more cost effective than just making those fucking pizzas? Like you, when you think yeah, about the ingre- when you think about the ingredients that it goes into make, like it can't cost more than a couple bucks a pizza at most. And then you have For that, sure. yeah, and, and, you, and you have that stove that cooks them. I, I I've looked into this stove, and that stove's like a hundred grand. But whatever. Okay, yeah. you got to invest. You got to invest. I'm looking for investors, Frank, um, for this thing. Uh, but I think you, you crank out pizza. You can go up there in between games and get a pizza in five minutes. Come on. So, so you, yeah. you and and for the for the for the customers, it gives you many options, right? So, like, you never get sick of eating pizza because, like, I can just do a different one the next time I go get pizza. Exactly. You, you you have you have a, a and maybe it's not a Blaze pizza, but it's a Blaze esque type pizza place. Plus, yeah. then you have a Subway type place there too, so you can have pizza and sandwiches. You can get you can get shit all day. You don't you, we don't need to eat steak. It. We don't have fine dining. We don't right. need that. Yeah. Okay. But I, then I think there is a hotel in the parking lot. But the crown jewel of this will be a state of the art, high tech. RV parking lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, See, like, I, I've never stayed in an RV, but for you, I know that's a, a big thing for sure. Well, I, I think there's a lot of people that have RVs that they would bring. They, I, I, this is a beer league tournament place, of course, but eventually we're going to have to have youth tournaments too. Uh, and I think sure. a lot, I think a lot of families and parents, they have RVs and they drive them there. They'd stay for a Thursday to, you know, Sunday tournament. And, you know, you can just, you charge them what, 50 bucks a day. But the the number one thing is gonna have a, it's gonna have the best internet of any RV park in the world. Okay, I dig it. It's gonna be the best. Um, so th- those are those are the three things that or four things we four banger it has a blaze in a subway type restaurant above the ice, and then it has a hotel and RV park. But to turn this into BLPA land, now we're gonna have to have rides attractions for sure. So what kind yeah. of ride? What kind of rides will we have? Like I, I keep envisioning a ride, um, you know, like it's a small world, but it just takes you through uh, all the different places. Uh, but they're it's it's hockey figures. Kids would love that shit. Okay. And, and it doesn't play. Yeah, it's a I small world. It just plays. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. <laughs> I don't know if you know that song, but. I do. I okay, do. You're okay. Stomp. They play the game. Yeah, Stomp and yeah. Tom. Uh, and so we have that one. And then we definitely have to have like a log ride, but it's got to be hockey themed. Okay. I think I think this place is is it it can't fail. This is a this is a 100% can't miss opportunity. And if y'all want to invest for the low low price of I I don't know how much it's gonna cost. I, how much do you think? Di- think about how many people are in Disney. And they and they were they were yeah. taking they were taking reservations for like you had to have a reservation right. to get in, and it was still packed. Yep, for sure it was. Think how much money they bring in every damn day. Oh, I I can't even imagine uh, the food, it, the, it, the, yeah. the the clothes, and listen. Do you, okay, you you see these shirts? They're called Jersey Spirit With shirts. Disneyland on the back. Yes, they're called Jersey Spirit that was $75? shirts. Seventy five dollars. Yep, and everyone had one. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. And guess guess Not who's me. guess who's about to have some BLPA? They're gonna say BLPA on the back. They're gonna have a little BLPA logo on the front. That I don't know if you if you if did your wife get one? No, we both looked at them and we were both like, "Yep, not for seventy five dollars." They're they're so the they're they're super good because like, they're like they're like oversized, baggy, like comfortable shirts. Yeah. Um, and my wife right. had bought some for her um her dance competition and sold out. Um, but they have those. And then they also have those with a hood and like a, a big lace, which could be a hockey lace, and a, and a, a yeah. pouch on the front. So we're gonna have some BLPA one of those too. But the amount of money that Disney makes is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Incredible, insane for sure. And so I just think BLPA will probably not make that much money, but I think we could create a place that people want to come to every weekend to play hockey. I, I 
I love your vision. I love the dream. We just got to make it happen. Uh, and hey, and you know what would make it happen? If Frank Patreoned us? Well, I, well, it take a lot of Franks and a lot of Patreoning, but all it takes is money, money and time. That's all everything takes these days. That's right. So, okay, well, let's uh, let's transition to this. Why are you so pissy, bud? Well, uh, listen, I if you listen to the last episode, you know I was upset with Marriott um, in Boston. It was not a good time, and and Nick, me and you. Our team Marriott, right? For sure. Yeah. Hey, but me and you are what? We're we're uh, titanium elite. Titanium elite. What? There's only one. Uh, there's only one above, right? Ambassador elite. For sure. Ambassador. Yeah. And That's I think correct. I missed that by like three so, grand or something like that. Yeah, I didn't miss it by much either. Um, but here's the thing, I'm still pissy at Marriott, and and this is a new situation that that I'm having with Marriott, where I was going to Disneyland, and being a titanium elite member, you get some perks with that, right? And usually uh, the perks they give you, they, they give you a choice. Like here's five things you can choose from. Pick which perk works for you, uh, and you can have that. So the perk that I picked was uh, sweet night. So when you book a hotel, you're able to request a sweet night, and you can request what kind of suite you want. And if it's available, then they give it to you, and it uses one of your sweet nights. You're familiar with this? Yes, that's how I got that room in Boston, and it was a nice room. Okay. Real nice. Perfect. The problem that I have with this is that they don't guarantee your sweet night when you reserve your room and you put in for the upgrade. They don't even tell you if you're going to get the suite until like a couple of days before you're supposed to be there. But my problem with it is, is that if I'm requesting a sweet night, it's because I need a suite. So if I find out two days beforehand that it's not available, that's too late, right? Because I request it because I need it. I don't request it when I'm just, it's just me working or something like that. I request it when the whole family's coming and I need a separate room for the kids or whatever that looks like. So that's, that's already my problem is if you're going to offer a, a reward and say, because you're such a high status, you get sweet nights. When I book the hotel, and I request the suite night, they should be able to tell me right then and there if the suite is available for those days and I should get it as soon as I book. Otherwise, to me, it's just useless. Does that make sense? I, you know, it, it does make sense to me. Uh, you know, I was in a similar situation with uh, the Marriott here. Uh, they, they, I don't know. It, it's, and, I, and listen, here, like, especially in Florida, they, man, they don't give a fuck. Especially, or I'm sorry, in, in L.A., around, around yeah. Disney, they don't give a fuck. You know why? Because there's they so don't. many people right behind you that are like, well, uh, I'll, I'll take his room, you know. So, exactly. um, you yeah. know, I, I get it. I, I get why you're so pissy. Like you, there's supposed to be some like hotel loyalty, um, because you know we we stay at these places uh, a lot. And uh, when it comes down to it, businesses don't care about us, bud. It's true. They just it's true. They just do not give a fuck. And so I understand why you're pissy. I'm so, piss, pissy at my hotel. Uh, and I, like, I got your back. I just don't know what we could do about it. Yeah. Well, that's two weeks in a row, Marriott. So you had me pissy two weeks in a row. We need to, we need to get it together. I don't, uh, I don't want to call you out again next week, uh, <laughs> for some bullshit that you try to pull. Exactly. Exactly. Man, that's why are you so, I forgot to do the intro, but that's why you're, why are you so pissy with, uh, with Jason? All right, let's, let's get to the hockey stuff or the BLPA stuff. What we're here for. Basically, uh, we put a call out. We said, hey, listen, we're recording the BLPA Big Show. What's on your mind? Ask us anything. And people want hey, this was actually last week when we asked this, and we couldn't get it you know, together to record because we were all traveling. Um, what do you think about old Will Smith uh, bitch slapping Chris Rock? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know uh, how I feel. I think it was – like I, I – I feel that myself in most situations, eh, I can see both sides of a situation. So like I can see you wanted to defend your wife. Um, but I also could see like, I don't think you handled it quite right. Uh, walking up on stage and smacking another grown man. Um, if you really wanted to defend her, you should have went up there and like, it should have been a fist fight, right? Yeah. Like if you're that mad about it, don't <laughs> go up and slap 
Like that's that's what children do. Go up there and fight him like a man. Yeah, that 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 was. I mean, but hey, listen, that's pretty insulting to slap a grown man, too, right? Yeah, that's true. Like you, you're like, listen, I, I didn't punch him. I slapped that motherfucker right in the face. And then, <laughs> the like, and then here's the deal. Listen, obviously, violence is not the key uh, to anything. But you try to think about, like, think of the restraint that Chris, like, what if someone walked up and slapped you? You wouldn't just, ha, you wouldn't say, ha, that guy just slapped the shit out of me. Like, you, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 I, I thought it was fake at first. But now it doesn't seem Me like too. it was fake. Now it doesn't seem like it was fake. No. And the reason why I asked that question yeah. is because the, that was like when I asked people what to say, that was the number one. Like, can you give us the proper slapping technique? Uh, yada, yada, yada. So, uh, anyway, so I answered that. Uh, when goalies, and let, let me get your take on this because this happened at a BLPA bash in Colorado Springs. When goalies get injured, is it acceptable to allow a higher level goalie to finish out a game that the winner of said game could make it to the championship asking for a friend? Without yes. without any backstory, what what do you think? I think the answer is yes. Um, nobody wants to play against a team that doesn't have a goalie. Now, I think you have to, like, was there an option for a similar skilled goalie, but instead you went and grabbed the more skilled goalie? That can get into a little bit of gray area, but uh, just a blanket statement. Some goalie is always better than no goalie, and that goes for both teams. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be on a team where a goalie gets injured and we just go down and score a bunch of empty net goals and win. Um, that that doesn't seem fun to me. But if you were the team that was playing against the team that got injured, would you be okay being like, well, you don't have a goalie, you forfeit, and we now we now we win? No. I don't want it that way either. Okay. So like, here, like here's what we're all here to play hockey, right? We're not we're not here to get forfeit. Exactly. So here's what happened. I don't know the exact period, but I think it was second, maybe the third period. Uh goalie goes down, and I believe it at the time the team whose goalie got hurt was either up one or it might have been tied. And may, maybe they were even down one. It was right around there. It was a one goal swing, whatever. Yeah. Uh and basically they're standing around like, what are we going to do? And there was a goalie that, had, that that was already dressed that I believe was playing in the game after them. And he said, okay. I'll jump on and do it. And it just happened to be in the division above. And so he he jumped in. And here's basically what happened. He got four shots on him in the period that he played. In the time that, that he took the four shots, the team scored four or five goals on the opposing goalie. And so, at the end of the day, everyone was okay with it happening when it happened. But then the team, I get, and I was not at this at this tournament, so I don't know the full details. But apparently, the team was then asking questions like they were upset after the game because they're like, "Well, we should have got to go to the championship because their goalie got hurt and they brought in a higher level goalie." And you know, you know, the guys that were there running the tournament were like, "Well, listen, like your goalie let in four or five goals." And you only got four shots in this goalie. So, I mean, how do you, you know. So, um, that answers that question. That's what happened. I don't know if people are still sour about it. The team that it happened to uh, were were pretty, you know, pretty pretty good people. They come to a lot of draft experiences and support us. So, I don't know if they were actually upset or if they were just just giving the gears to the people around the tournament. Um, So, that's that one. Let's see. Uh, Groin and hip strains. I'm not the only one. Any tips on rehabbing? And or just getting by while also in the heart of the play, heat of the playoffs, uh, stretch. But I don't even do that. So yeah, it, it groins. Just you just can't play. You yeah. either can't play or you gotta you gotta play yeah. hurt because like it's never going to stop until you just take time off. Like that's just how groins work. I I get a lot of massages. Speaking of groins, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not those massages. Um, and gotcha. and I had a hurt groin one time, and and I sheepishly had to say, "Listen, and listen, the lady that does my massage, she's a good-looking girl." Yeah. Uh, and I just sheepishly say, "Listen, I'm not suggesting anything, 
But is there anything we can do to, to work on this growing here? That's a weird question when to ask a massage person, right? Like, you know, that you, you have sure. to you have to think they hear this kind of shit all the time, right? For sure. And she goes, "Listen, I've been massaging for a long time. I know that you're embarrassed asking that, but actually there is, but you're not going to like it." And I said, "Well, let's fucking do it. Let's get let's get her knocked out." And apparently there's like something that connects um to your groin, like a muscle or a ligament, tendon, I don't know what it is. But it goes up into your stomach, and that's where they can work something out. And she dug that elbow right in that spot. It hurts. Like, I was in tears. In tears. But two days later, my groin felt way better. So maybe that's maybe that's the yeah. situation. Especially when you're talking about I mean, your, you your hip. Yeah, and you, you can't Yeah, I think mean, you, you should have just went for the handy and not worried about the groin. Well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I it, it was an upscale place, uh, and by upscale place, okay, I mean, I mean, uh, it was it was a place where it was like, pay eighty dollars for our hand job club or whatever. Massage envy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of like that place. Yeah. <coughs> okay. <laughs> oh fuck! I still got the fucking coughs. <coughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, what's the fastest land animal? Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that's a weird question. We just nailed that one. Uh, it's yeah. Next. Okay, this is from Lauren. In it's beer league, we all pay to play, and don't have any endorsements. Well, at least I don't. Nick probably does. I don't. Uh, that, I'm saying I don't have any endorsements. Uh, but I would love. Um, I'm open to it. I'm open to name, image, likeness, just like the college football players. So if you want to pay me money to, I'll promote anything. So, yeah, sure. if someone breaks someone's stick, shouldn't at the very least uh, someone be a good sport, give an apology, or even offer to pay for the stick? I mean, apology, yes. Uh, pay for the stick is kind of, I think that's pushing it. Like, I mean, I don't know. Did they did they two-hand whack down on your stick and snap it in half. If that case, they're a giant douchebag and they're certainly not going to pay for your stick afterwards. Um, or was it an accident? In which case, why should they have to pay for your stick if it was an accident? Did you see that one time that goalie took, got in like the altercation and he took that player's yeah. stick and stuck it in the in the goal and then broke it? Yep. What stuck a, it in the top of the net and then just bent it over the, the bar. Yeah, what a dickbag. But... Yeah, um, like like that guy's not going to offer to pay for your stick, right? Like he literally just took your stick, stuck it in the net, and snapped it over the bar. Um, unless he was just seeing red and then suddenly comes to his senses, he's going to pay for your stick. Uh, I highly doubt it. But do you think he should? I mean, he sh- that guy for sure should, but he's not going to. That's why when that happened, I tried to take up a collection and buy that guy's stick, but didn't happen. But... Um, you know, I, I, I've had people break my stick on purpose and not even, they basically said, see, there's what you get. <laughs> there's no pot. I'm like, what the, like, what did I do that make you want to, you know, break my $300 stick? Um, but yeah, I think an apology, like if you break it, I, and I, I think people, when they do it accidentally, they usually say, Hey, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know too many people yeah, where they go out sure. and say, I'm going to go try to break this guy's stick on purpose. Yeah, no. So, like, I, that's a weird I question. I don't think that happens that often, for I, sure. I mean, if I slashed someone and I broke their stick, I'd definitely be like, sorry, dude, I was playing hard. I, you know, did, didn't mean for that to happen. Sorry, you know. Yeah, So exactly. Sticks are so goddamn expensive. They are. It's ridiculous. Unless you go to hockeywoops.com. Ow, ow, ow. Ow! Ooh, doo, doo, let's see. God, this is a hard one here. Uh, what's your opinion on beer leaguers playing in skill divisions more than one up or one down from their skill level? To a level to where it becomes yeah. a hindrance to those teams where it'd be the individual is so good they can't dial it back or they're so bad the team basically plays shorthanded. At what point should either be addressed? Yeah, so we have a rule in Nashville and the, the two Ford Ice Centers that we play in that you actually can't. If you play in uh, any league, you cannot play more than uh, one up or one down from it. So 
if you're lower C, you can only play middle C or D, um, which I think is a good rule. But it doesn't stop. Like, I just – I played a game tonight, and, you know, their team had a, a B-league skater on his team – on their team for sure, um, and it's a D-league team. Uh, but he probably just doesn't play in any other league. He just plays in D-league, um, and he goes out there and he skates around everybody. So um, – I, I like the rule, the the one up, one down. I think that's a smart rule for them to to put in. But I think I think in our case, they think that that fixes everything, where it really doesn't. Um, there's still guys that that play in divisions they don't belong in. Yeah, for I mean, I, I we we always talk about it, and I, we're never going to solve it. I, you know, I mean, I I think as long as a league yeah. tries to make an effort, that that's all they can really do. I mean, how, how do you how do you police Let's even say at the Columbus tournament, we have 32 teams. So let's say if they if every team has 10, we're at 320. So let's say there's 400 players. How do you police 400 players in a weekend? Yeah, it, it it's, yeah, it's, it's impossible. Like there has to be some 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 self responsibility uh, from the GM exactly. and the players. And guess what? What I've learned is listen, and I get playing down with your friends. I totally get that. And I, I get people say, oh, he's, he, he dials it back, he just plays defense. But you know when he doesn't dial it back and when he doesn't just play defense is when your team's losing near the end of the game. Then he goes balls out because he's there, uh, you know, because he's a better player and you guys want to win. I, I, I get all that. Um, but it, and, until, until that can be addressed with every player, because if I go to a team and say, hey, listen, this guy's too good, he, he can't play here or he can't score or whatever you know what they're gonna say well look at the team we're playing they got this guy and this guy yeah and then you go to that guy and you go to that team and they go well look at this other team we played so i mean it's just it's just you're never gonna solve it the the best you can hope for is that you you know if it's if it's extreme you 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 say fuck it which i've done before and i've seen other people do it before um and and you, you kick them out you disqualify them whatever or a teams take some self responsibility and say, "Hey, I d- we we don't want to be this team." And I, there there are a lot of teams like that. But then there's also teams that want to win at all costs. And you know, I walk a fine line w- when when we host these tournaments because we want to have that that competitive, no sandbagging. But you're also putting a reward of getting an invite to a tournament called the Beer League World Championships and saying that winning does matter, right? Right. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's definitely more on GM. Like, you, you know, you know, when you have a guy that doesn't belong, I've never been on a team that had a ringer where everyone was like, what? This guy's a ringer. Like, you know, so just if they don't belong, don't bring them. Um, you know, there's going to be guys who are kind of on the line, right? Like, oh, this guy's just the best in that division, but he's not quite too good to, that he needs to move up. Um, but I think there's those clear cut ringers that GMs just have to be better about and just say, Hey, sorry, you don't belong on this team. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do, especially when they're your buddies or, um, maybe your team isn't uh, the most skilled and they don't win a lot. And so they think the way to do that is to bring, you know, uh, higher level players. But at the end of the day, right. uh, you gotta, you gotta be honest with yourself, I suppose. And th- that that's the only thing you can really do. And as a, a I guess, league director tournament director uh, i do all i can but like i can't please everything it, it's so hard when people come up to me and say oh this guy's a ringer and it's like he's not a, he's not a ringer he he's, he's just, just better than you yeah i and that and that seems shitty to say but it's true right because you, you you see it all the time oh that guy's a ringer but but at the end, he's not really a ringer like he, he's a good player but he's not he's not outside of this division he's better than you are right you know, and and the only way you can yep. the only way you can defend that is get better yourself, not go find someone that's better than him, and load up, exactly. and, and then it becomes an arms race, right? So, right. All right, I think last question, just because now my voice is going wonky again. Uh, describe the best part and the worst part of the BLPA becoming such a success. Oh, that's a you question. That yeah, I I guess. I mean, not not to get all philosophical on uh, Jerry Lozano, which, by the way, great question. Thank you. Um, 
I, 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 there's different levels of success. And so I don't, I don't know, like your level of success for sure doesn't match my level of success and mine doesn't match Jason's and Jason's doesn't match Frank's or whatever. Right. And so I guess at the end of the day, you have to ask what's the success? Like there, there's, there's a lot of vision for the BLPA. Uh, we just talked about long-term. We, we want to have a facility of our own to host really badass events. Um, and then, you know, then there's the merchandise and then, uh, but as a success on the group, I guess having 20,000 people makes it a successful group, right? I mean, would you say yes? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I guess you're not in the Facebook group, so you wouldn't know. Uh, and I guess, I mean, the best part is just the community that's that's been built. And I guess that's on any level of success. Anytime you can get people that kind of agree with what you're doing and are so vested into it that they spend part of their day online communicating with other people that feel the same way and then they go to events and I guess fellowship is the right word or hang out with people that do that that feel the same way that's that that's incredible that's that's uh the the vision of what what we wanted it to be when it started uh and then it kind of branched out into obviously the tournaments and the events and the uh stuff but there for, for me there's no like okay well we're good here let's just stay here and and see what happens. Like I, that's just never been my mentality. It's always, how can we make it better? How can we do something different? How can we build on what we've already done? So, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I never, I never set and say, Oh, well, Oh, what's the best part about this being successful? Yeah. I, the community is the best part for me. Uh, you know, and I like to play hockey. I like to hang out with people. So I guess that's, that's that the worst part. Boy, it's, it's a fucking time sink. That's for sure. I mean, it's just, I mean, if you if you say like, what would be the thing? Well, I, I spend a lot of time, and not because I dislike it. I I love it. I love talking to people. I love creating things. I love uh, finding new merchandise. I love you know going to Disneyland, and I'm there with my family. But I'm inspired to do something in the beer league round by something I see at Disney. That's all really cool. Um, but if you if you ask, that's also I guess the worst part too because. Um, I, I the, the, those thoughts are always in my head, and maybe that's not not quite fair to my family when I'm celebrating my my kid's fifth year f- fifth birthday, and I'm at Disneyland thinking of, man, this is fucking awesome. I should create something like this for beer leaguers, and so you know the the time sink and 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 just just that. I and playing all the tournaments in a row, like my body isn't getting any younger. I'm definitely not. Uh, I'm not the physical specimen I was five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And so I, I, you know, and and just dealing with, there's a lot of hate that comes, comes from stuff. Like even just tonight, as a matter of fact, I, I had posted something about here's our divisions, heroes or ringers, heroes, benders, uh, beauties. And I guess someone took offense that I would call the women's, uh, division beauties instead of buttes. And said that this was coming off as some sexist bullshit, and so you kind of have to deal with that a lot, and that that that's a hard part for me because for me I'm like I I want everyone to come play. I, you know I got hate mail when I called the the women's decks the female decks because not all women are female, and for me that's like well that's not even anything in the realm of what I was meaning, but it was taken this way, and and that's that's hard for me to deal with because I don't want to alienate anybody, and it it sucks. Uh, so that that's probably the hardest part for me, just the taking the time away from my family, and then you know, ha- having to I don't say politically correct, but having to just kind of be so cognizant of the things you say because it it could offend a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. You can call me a beauty anytime you want. Well, you are a beauty, uh, and I, I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't get that, and I even asked her. I, I, I said, I don't know what you're on about. Um, you know, I think I've been pretty clear on where I stand of, you know, I want this to be a group that anyone, regardless of age, sex, race, creed, religion, whatever, can be a part of. So um, I, I don't know where this is coming from. So, but yeah, so that's that. Anything else to add here? Love it. I don't think so, man. It's it's one thirty in the morning here, so I think uh, I think I'll go to bed now. Yeah, I think we we did it late, but we did it for the people. 
We did it for the people. Yeah, and- so, yeah, I had, uh, I will tell you this, um, so I guess I do have one more thing. I, uh, I've i been in a, a invite-only skate. It's called Firemen. Uh, it started out with a bunch of firefighters, but now it's just a, a group of guys that uh, we all get together, and it, it's an open hockey that uh, all levels from beginner to guys that played, uh, you know, semi-pro type stuff. Um, but it's just a fun group. And, uh, for the first time ever this week, I rolled up there and I had at least 10 people ask me about the podcast. Uh, and most of them are asking, Hey, why, why haven't you recorded, uh, this week? Cause they wanted to listen to another episode. So, um, you know, apologize to you guys, uh, fireman's group and, and specific that we, uh, that we haven't had an episode in a couple of weeks. We'll get back to our our regular schedule but we appreciate the support for sure yeah we do we do definitely appreciate the support and i i get i get lost on how many people actually listen to the podcast uh because i for me it's just something i, I guess it comes natural. like i need an outlet to talk about things and to you know to to discuss things that are in my in my brain and like the 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 rink thing i like to get ideas from different people and so it's just something I would do even if nobody listens. So sometimes I forget that people actually do listen to us talk and I always get messages like, when's the next episode dropping? I'm like, I, I, you know, we got to make our schedules coordinate. And it, it's so hard when it's not like a, 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 a job, right? Like we, we, like we, don't, get right. Pay, we don't get paid to do this. If, if we did get paid, I don't know how much fun it would be because we definitely have to be like hard and you know, fast with we have to do this, 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 and this. And I've never kind of been the guy that's like, uh, tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. I'll be like, fuck it, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it, um, which is a detriment, too, to some things, I, I suppose. But, um, I, I, you know, if it was a job, if we, if, we, if we ever get more than the hockey will sponsor and they start demanding things of us, then maybe that's when we'll be like, it'll always be on this date and this date. But for now, like Jason has a job and I, I have a, another job. Uh, and we we want to record every weekend, and sometimes we just can't. And we really feel bad. Like we're always discussing. Like we got it. We got to knock it out. We got to knock it out. And then we feel bad. And so know that that we try to stay on schedule. Sometimes it it doesn't allow us to. Maybe we should record. Like yeah. maybe we should record some interviews. We should get a bunch of interviews. Like get ten interviews lined up. And then if we can't be in, like we can obviously add interviews into the show. But then if we can't beyond that week we can still put an interview out so people have something to listen to that's a good idea yeah i like that or or we just record like 30 minutes of fart noises and (laughs) and the the weekends that we're not there (laughs) what do you think or burps burps would be good too you know i don't know yeah you never know what you're going to get when you open the episode so it'll be a surprise every time this should just be called the fart episode and people be like, uh, why is it called the fart episode? And they'd have to actually listen to the very end to get the reference for the fart episode. Yeah. So other than that, be good or be good at it.